podcast about the FODL. Here are your hosts, Slappy Pappy and Red Rascal. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to another edition of the Photo Weekly Podcast. Come for the stats, stay for the tangents. I'm your host, Red Rascal. Oh man, I am hurting still from this last weekend. I was able to go up to Philadelphia for the CDC qualifier. I did not qualify. Uh, I was with the surgeon who did and uh, gave Jules Van Dongen, the dong, uh, a run for his money, but fell just short. Uh, and then uh, some other things may or may not have happened. We'll never talk about them, at least not on this podcast. Slappy, how you doing? Much more boring. I'm on my detox month. I'm not drinking. I'm not going to Philly. I'm not doing things I can't talk about on the podcast. Uh, Things are real lame around here. Yeah, but how many golden or graham crackers have you eaten dipped in milk since last time we spoke? Let's see. What day is it? It's uh, Monday. It's Monday the uh, 20th. The 20th. It's the 20th. Jesus. so that's what a sleeve a night. There's eight to a sleeve. I don't know. Let's call it a a hundred. So you're saying we should invest in honey made? Only, only honey made. If you fuckers put a dime into Nabisco, you're dead to me. Somehow after this weekend, I mean, I was hurting really, really bad. But I think the only thing that kept me going was watching Eric have to be a parent after being hungover, and man. It just, it made me feel better about me being a parent, you know? It's like, ha, I can do better than that guy. (laughs) Well, you only have one, to be fair. No, that absolutely is the difference. I don't, I will never have two, like, after seeing two in action, like, nope, nope, no, 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 no. Maybe, like, (laughs) maybe when, like, one's older, it'll be easier, too. Like, you can rely on help, but, like, two-year difference is not, not long enough. Yeah. I uh I don't have any kids at all. All I've all I've done is be uh, adjacent to hungover people trying to deal with their kids. And um and I feel like I feel like it's probably similar to like when I quit smoking, I understood for the first time how simple a hangover could be and I started hating everyone who wasn't a smoker who was like, "Ugh, I'm so hungover." I was like, fuck you. You don't know what a hangover is. I'm I'm doing what what you have been doing this whole time. If, if you're not a smoker, you don't you don't know what a hangover is. And I feel like the 30s, that was like my post-college I'm going to quit smoking version of like you you don't understand a hangover. And I feel like the 30s version of that, like I'm on the other side of that because I feel like I'll never understand what a hangover is when you have to get up and take care of a child or maybe I not never, but right now I don't understand what that is. So I don't envy you guys. No, it's, it's, and I also too, my guy is still a a newborn, even though he does not look like it. He looks like a damn one-year-old, but uh, he is, (laughs) is just like chill and sits and sits and sometimes wants to be fed and like, like seeing Isla, like need to run around and like jump on things and, Literally watch Eric be jumped on, like, when he's the most hungover he's ever been. Like, oh, how he didn't throw up, I, I don't know. So maybe he should be commended, if anything. So Shout out to Eric Pitzer uh, listening to this. I'm sure you just had a flashback to that terrible, terrible day. Yeah, great job not throwing up on your daughter. We'll send you a plaque. 
It's time for the lead. The top five stories this week in the FODL. Coming in at number five, the rookies continue to impress as Tree comes in five to one over Mac Attack. He got a 1.9 to max 1.4 and a 33.9 to max 31.0. Tree swept Cricket with 2.0 and 1.8 legs and took the first leg of 501 and 44 darts. Mac then came in and took his only leg of the match with a solid 52 darter before Tree came in and put the match away with 36 and 46 darters. Both players checked out pretty E-League. Tree at 8% going 3 for 39 and Mac at 6%, going 1 for 18. Tree just giving himself many more opportunities, uh, which gave him the victory in this contest, which I would say is extremely impressive. Extremely uh, impressive. impressive. We got the the puns for days here at the Photo Weekly. Yeah, I really need to branch out, though. Oh, diggity dang. That joke took root. You know what? This is too much. I gotta leave. Zuh. Oh, diggity dang. I, I don't have any more. Diggity dang, for some reason, thinks, makes me think of like Norm MacDonald and his weird old timey. Oh, Rip Norm. R.I.P. The best. If you're looking for a way to honor Norm, listen to Conan O'Brien's amazing podcast where. He and Andy Richter, one of the guys who's a good producer, sit there and talk for about Norm for an hour and a half. And it's uh, really good. It's really great for a drive, too, by the way. Also really great for the drive, the Band of Brothers podcast from HBO. It's like a behind-the-scenes on the making of Band of Brothers. And it, A, it'll make you want to rewatch that show. And B, it's just really interesting. So if you have a long car ride coming up, check out those two podcasts. Not this one, though. This well, you're already out. listening to this one if you're hearing this recommendation. <laughs> Whoa, maybe they aren't. Whoa. Imagine they got the message without listening. I guess they could have just hacked into the uh, Photo Weekly podcast G G Google Doc. Although, this is a tangent, so it's not even in there. All of our tangents are scripted. You know this. That'd be so cool if they were. We'd be amazing we, writers if that were real. No, we'd be amazing actors if this was scripted and we did it so and we stuttered so much. So like on cue with the doc. Hey, I got news for you. We're already amazing actors. Oh, wow. I did a short number film. four. Ah, ah, shit. Fuck. That was such a perfect segue. I can't believe you didn't let me have that. I'm sorry, but it was okay. But tell was, me about your I short was film. either going to. I was either going to tell this story or it wasn't, but... Um, tell me about your short film. Well, we filmed it in... Number uh, four. Go fuck yourself. I'm not telling it now. Coming no, I want to know. Prospect Park. It's Prospect not that, Park. So, yeah, we were in Prospect Park in Brooklyn. We filmed a little short film, and Sasha and I played uh, newlyweds, both like in the tuxedo and uh, and bridal gown. And um, so Really, you guys those, are already married. Well, yeah, we're we're living partners, but uh, we are not married. And were you uh, like together at the time of shoot of filming? What do you mean? You we Sasha? did it. We did it over the weekend. Oh, well, this we just, just, I just I don't know why I assumed just, this was like years ago. Yeah, no, we just did this. And wow, um, that's so awkward. Like, it, yeah, it, exactly. Or, Especially was since, it just like 
well, we were filming this thing, and because we're we were dressed the way we were, everybody just assumed that like the film crew was just there documenting the wedding. So we got congratulated by every person in prospect. We got hundreds, literally hundreds of passerbys just congratulating us all day on our you wedding. You can't explain. You just have to be like, thank you. Yeah, no, like not a single person did I say it's a lie, or you know, no, it's just we're actors. Uh, <laughs> but also she's my yeah. girlfriend and and we live together and uh and we have dogs uh no we're actors we... see we'll never get yeah. married though nah that's that's passe so can't chain a, a dog like me see yeah try and lock me down i dare you <laughs> i don't want uh, any old kind of ball and chain around my ankle uh she's gonna leave me and i don't blame her I don't well, blame her. We, no one would. <laughs> I just, uh, I mean, think about like, uh, you know, I don't know Sasha. I've never met her. I mean, we interact on Instagram a lot because we talk about shit about you, but, uh, you know, yeah. I it doesn't really give me thank you any insight in her, in, into her uh, life. Uh, no, actually, I just say, like, the dogs are cute, and she's like, thank you. That's, that's really the only interactions. I'm like, oh, they're so sweet. Um, but I mean, like, it, like, wouldn't that? What if, like, she's like sitting there thinking, "I'm never going to get married. This is the best it's going to be." Is pretend marriage? Well, she kind of did say a couple times. She was like, "Oh, well, now we don't need to do the real thing because we've already gotten all the congratulations we need." Which I was like, "Oh, that's a that's binding. A that's binding." <laughs> Verbal like, contracts are still rolling, right? Did you guys get that? Did you guys get that? I'll pay you extra if you uh, cut right. that part out. <laughs> Number four, DJ Mike Hughes showing he's not playing on staying D League very long with his six to one victory over Adnek with a 1.8 and a 54.4. He went six on the trot, sweeping cricket with a 1.9 and a 1.8 leg and kept going strong into 501 with 22 and 23 darters. Came back down to earth a bit and still, but still managed to take the next two with 35 and 30 darters. Before Adnak remembered he was alive and avoided the whitewash with a 27 darter to close things out. The stats in this match were ridiculously close until we got to finishing as Adnak had a rough old night at the doubles going 1 for 16 for 6% to DJ's much more consistent 22% as he went 4 for 18, which was the clear decider in this one. And did you know Adnak is Canvas Bellbeggers? Holy shit. Do you think he knows? No, I just think he likes the way it sounds. It sounds. It's very pleasing both to listen to and to say. It rolls off the tongue. I feel like it sounds like a uh, uh, protagonist from a fantasy novel. Oh, you want to talk about fantasy novels? I'll do that all fucking day. Boy, do I. You got a favorite? Um, you know, it, it's just a cop out, but I mean, I've read Tolkien every year since I was 13 and like, that's it, the it Silmarillion, is a cop out, but, if but if you read it once a year, it counts. That's the Silmarillion up to, uh, I even read his new shit that his kid put out, which wasn't quite as good, but it was so interesting. But, um, you know, it used to be, it used to be, uh, a, a song of ice and fire, but uh, the show kind of ruined that. And then also, like, the fact I've been waiting for 10 years for a book has kind of ruined that. 
Yeah, and fucking Strong Bellwas and Lady Stoneheart never showed up. So go fuck yourself, TV show. Yeah, for real. That's a really good point. Um, I really like this book called uh, The Chronicles of Thomas Covenant, The Unbeliever, but it has the most intense subject matter. Um, what is and, like, the, the whole? Uh, it just kind of is an inversion of the typical fantasy novel where they make you like root for the protagonist um because in this one the protagonist starts off like he's a leper and then he goes to this fantasy world and he doesn't believe that he's in a fantasy world or or he thinks he is in a fantasy world but he doesn't think it's real and so he comes upon this young woman and rapes her and so that happens in like the first 20 minutes of the not 20 minutes the first 20 pages of the novel and then the whole rest of the novel is about the fallout from that and so like I just kept reading, like, this is going to be a dream, right? This is going to be fake. Like, we're going to go back in time and fix that. And, like, no, that's just, like, the original sin that permeates the entire... They're incredible books, but it's fucking heavy and dark. And, like... That's a lot. That's uh, a lot. I'm I reading, highly recommend I'm it. I just started uh, one called The Vagrant. Have you read it? Mm-mm. So it's this... It's a post-apocalyptic, um, as most of them are. And... um it's just somehow he keeps surprised. Like every character he introduces you to, you get one chapter with before they get just murdered or or eaten or something happens. And it's like each one he makes you believe that this is the one that's going to stick around, and and it never is. They they always just get like trampled by the mob or you know poisoned by some crazy plant it's it's everything it's so dark it's so dark so i i'm listening to slash reading like three books at once and this is the one that uh i'm i'm listening to on an audiobook and it's this really like uh, uh benedict cumberbatch-esque narrator who's just very flat in his reading and so she turned to look around and the mob threw a club, and it hit her just so that she went down. And the vagrant kept walking. To it's fucked up. It's it's dark. I'm in a bad. But uh, you said it's an audible. It's an audible. Yeah, the vagrant. Oh man, I feel like I would love that. But how do you have time to listen? Like, what are you doing while you're listening? It's when I'm driving or like working out. <laughs> nothing like just doing, doing a lot work. of working out oh i did call we did call you didn't we i didn't even remember yeah you that. facetimed me when you guys were at the bar i was on the bike oh man i like just remembered that yeah you didn't seem that wasted i'm surprised that uh you were already in a blackout I'm really really good at drinking a lot of alcohol <laughs> well done you i was drinking since 12 8 12 noon today today you were today yeah isn't it Monday or something? Who knows? No, I took today off work to play in a golf tournament. Oh, how'd you do? Not great. It was really, really bad. It was. I played with the guy who's like the best golfer I've ever played with too, and he was as bad as me. And I was like, "Bro, we're in trouble if you're oh. having a bad day. I'm supposed to be the bad one." Yeah, that's a shame. You should have brought. Dead I got to take with. my. I, I should have brought Deadhead with me. I got to get my. I got, I got some cleatless shoes and. No, I got to take them back because I, I need cleats. Found out I need cleats for how much pressure and torque I put on my foot. Like, I need it to be solid in the ground. Mm. Okay. You got all the equipment you need. 
Coming in at number three, we got the offer and AZ Holden with a tie four to four offer with a 2.0 and a 53.8 to AZ's 2.8 and 51.3. AZ went three oh to start the match, sweeping cricket with 2.6 and 3.3 legs. And took the first leg of 501 with a nice 23 darter before the offer woke up and took one uh, and took four on the trot with 28, 31, 29, and 27 darters before AZ bookended with a 29 darter in the eighth to tie up the match. AZ, despite only taking one leg of 501, actually had the advantage in checkouts at 22% to offers 18%. Author clearly just giving himself more opportunities at doubles, which is how he came back to tie up the match. Also, uh, two things. One, uh, you think AZ Hold'em is like Arizona Hold'em and it's supposed to be playoff like Texas Hold'em? That's the only thing I can imagine. Right? It's got to be. Got to be. Or maybe the guy's initials are AZ. And, and like, like his, his name is like Aaron Zacharias. Zachary. Yeah. And then he just is playing off of Arizona, but it's not actually Arizona. Or, or he's like, I got every letter. I'm from A to Z. I'm the whole alphabet. I know it all. I'm a well-read Texas Hold'em player, motherfucker. Yeah, that's probably what it is. Yeah, I thought so. Number two, Barboy 5-3 to three over Pepe Lay. 2.1 in cricket and a 53.4 in 501. Pepe actually had a higher 501 average with 54.0. Uh, they split cricket. Barboy taking the first with a 2.3 and Pepe taking the second with a 2.1. They continue to trade blows. Jobs. <laughs> Got him. Hey. Barboy, taking, Barboy taking the first leg of 501 with a 28 darter. Pepe taking the next with a nice 23 darter before Barboy. Burberry. 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 Before Burberry went on to win the match, taking the next four legs with 27, 39, 26, and 22 darters. Before Pepe took one more, closing things out with a 25 darter. Bar boy, Burberry, Burberry, had a distinct advantage at the doubles, going 24% to Pepe's 13%, which accounts for that four leg run Barboy went on. Burr, 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 burr. <laughs> it's it's taken over. It's addictive. It's Burberry. Burberry. He went um, on mid match. Yeah. So uh you guys know I'm a nerd. Sometimes I DM Dungeons and Dragons and uh there's a cool online way to do that now where you like play do it in a Zoom call pretty much. Through an app called Roll20. We may have discussed this before on the podcast, but anyways, there's one background track for like a city uh, that you play whenever you're in a city. And for some reason, it's just like you hear like crates, you know, like wagons crowing by, you hear like horses neighing, you hear like people coming in and out of buildings, you hear just like background noise. But then randomly in the middle, you just hear someone going, Bye bye. And it's so funny every time. Like, we'll all be just, like, doing something else or, like, in the heat of a battle and you'll cheer, bye-bye, and everybody go, bye-bye. And anyways, that's what I think of when we kept saying, bye-bye. I mean, I feel like he has to change his name to bye-bye. Oh, it has to, contractually. Yeah. 
If you're listening, Barboy, we'll send the papers. Coming in at number one, we got Left Hand Hooligan, who came back to show he's not going to take things lying down this season with his 5-4 to four victory over Hacksaw. A 2.6 and a 63.2 to Hacksaw's 2.1 and 55.7. Lefty swept Cricket with 2.7 and 2.5 legs. Hacksaw came back and took the next and took the first leg of 501 and 23 darts. Lefty took the next in 21. Hacksaw then made a match of it, taking the next three in 38, 24, and 21 darters before Lefty put the match away in the last two with 20 and 22 darters. Axel had a better night at the doubles going 22% to left hands, 13%. Uh, lefty was able to snag those legs of 501 due to his 72.7 first nine. Uh, you know, left hand sh- showed he didn't want to take things lying down until he played next the next week against Search. And uh, that'll be it's probably the lost podcast because we're recording this like a week late uh, because uh, I, just, I just have so many things going on in my life, like going to Philadelphia. The Red Rascal is a busy rascal, and uh, sometimes he cancels three nights in a row, so we do uh, a week late. Mm-hmm. Well, hey, uh, I wanted to do it in Philadelphia. Uh, we were, like, sitting, waiting for you, and uh, we I really started drunk. to head up. I, I will show you. I know you, you did. That's why I, had, that's why I had to stop you. I was like, no, no, no. I'm just kidding. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was like, oh, Jesus. Sash, we were both about to pass out after watching Ted Lasso, which guys watch Ted Lasso. Uh, but, um, wait, which season are you on? I'm, I'm caught up. Oh man. I, I waited. I'm waiting until the second season comes out completely. Oh, you need to bet. You can't wait a week for an episode. Well, like there's going to be 12 episodes, I think this season and they're only on like seven. So like I can wait like three more weeks and start them. I see. Uh, I will say the first season so far, um, I think is, uh, better than the second. The second season is like going to deeper places, but it's also a little wonkier in the way it's doing it. In my humble opinion, again, we're only halfway through the season, but the first season was just so clean and delightful. It was so compact. It was just perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Really was. Really, really was. But anyway... Yeah, I was about to, I was like, oh, God, it was like 1130, which for us olds is late. And I was like, all right, Sasha, we're doing the pod, surgeon. did bring my equipment up there to, like, do it, but then, like, I was so tired and mainly just fucking with you when when we were sitting on the couch. Yeah, once you sent that picture, you did both look really angry. So I was like, all right, it's going to be a schwasty rascal surge slap pod and then uh and then i was you know halfway up the first flight of stairs when you said uh, bro i'm just kidding and i was like oh thank god i didn't have it in me i barely have this one in me that's what she said the fail of the week you suck this week's fail of the week goes out to cali kid who, after sweeping the cricket portion against Repat on Wednesday, started off the very first leg of 501 with a two. That's right, not one, not three, not 100, but two. He hit a single one, another single one, and then he scootered the third dart. What a representation of the talent up in B-League. Congratulations, Callie, on your fail of the week. Bro, take it easy on my ginger brother. I mean, 
you're you're fifty percent of this podcast. Yeah, I absolutely helped determine stats for this week. You have to. you always do. Leg of the week. This week's leg of the week goes out to someone that I don't know because I did not write this. I'm reading it right now for the first time. It's DeGrubbs, who threw a beautiful 17 darter against the train on Wednesday night. He started things off with a casual 140, followed that up with a 95, an 86, a ton, and then gently slid. Sorry, you wrote gently slid things home. I did write that, knowing that, I mean, gently be. slid goes to a different, takes me to a different place than to home. What do you mean? Where does it take you? Oh, you know where it takes me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Gently slid things home with back-to-back 40s to close out the leg and the match. Congratulations to Grubbs on sliding your fingers into the leg of the week. Whoa. 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 I like that your mind goes to fingers. Well, there's a reason for that, but we can't talk about that. I mean, can't we? Nope, we cannot. <laughs> Is it because you have fingers instead of a penis? No, I have a pe- I have ten penises instead of fingers on my hands. Ah, oh, this. I need you to do, need you to do the stats because I can't type. This clears up so many things. They're Everything either like flaccid, and I just can't really get to the right key, or they're all erect, and it's like it's like when you have to pee in the toilet when you have a boner, you know. Everything I've ever known about you is clicking into place. Now knowing that you've got 10 dicks and just one pinky. No, no, no. What? Where's the pinky come from? I got an 11th dick down low, too. I don't don't think. They call me 11 dick rascal. That is what they call you. That's what they've always called you is 11 dick rascal rascal that's going to be the fantasy novel that i write it's going to be called 11 dick rascal ain't no fantasy well this one is this one's going to be because the dicks are going to be big everybody give it up for the performance of the week it was only a matter of time before you peasants let this happen But this week's performance of the week goes out to the man who wears the crown. That's right, it's King Raj. He heard that Rolling Twenties was performance of the week and week one of the pod and would not let that stand as the former took down the ladder 6-3 to on Monday night. Raj swept cricket with a ridiculous 4.1 leg. And a 3.0. Rowling came back in the first leg of 501 with a nice 23 darter. Raj then secured the match, taking the next three with 26, an absurd 15, and a 20 darter. Rowling took one more in the eighth and 23 darts uh, before Raj put the final nail in the coffin with a 24 darter in the ninth. Over two legs of cricket, Raj threw seven five marks and a three bowl round, and over seven legs of 501, he threw 14. 95-plus rounds that included a maximum, as well as a 70 checkout in that 15-darter. Congratulations, Kriad, on your well-earned performance of the week.
King Raj is good at darts. Also, shout out to King Raj. He was supposed to fly to the darts this weekend. And uh, because of COVID, they made it a U.S. players only and told him, luckily, like a, a day before that. I mean, it would have been better if it was longer than a day before, but enough time with us to cancel the flights and cancel Airbnb. But uh, we were very, very sad. Like, I was so stoked. And uh, we were, we missed you, Raj. You could have done some serious damage uh, had you had you been in town. But uh, we sure missed you. I would have missed you had I gone. But you were invited. Uh, I was invited. I was. But I was instead um, pretending to be a husband to my three-year living girlfriend. Let's take a look at standings with Around the League. Starting up at the top of A, we've got Rolling 20s in the lead. Three matches played with 38 points. Followed by, you know them, you love them. It's Deadhead Darter. Three matches played, 36 points. King Raj in third with only two matches played with 30 points. The Grubs, three matches played, 28 points. Surgeon with only two matches played and 28 points. Sweats with... Oh, I farted. Sweats with two matches played, 28 points. Everyone else has three matches played. Nooch with 26. Train with 22. Hacksaw with 22. Alpine with 20. And left-hand hooligan with 16. Boy, what a topsy-turvy world A is at this moment. Granted, we're in a weird moment because we're... Tonight was the first night of game week four, three, four, but uh, and not everybody's played matches uh, the same amount, anyways. But you know, had you told me left hand would be at the bottom, I don't know, I'd believe you. Yeah, that is a surprise. I do think he'll bounce back. He's got, you know, I know because I watched Ted Lasso that we're not allowed to say the yips, but um, but I said it. Because this is a podcast, and if I had mouthed it, you wouldn't know what the fuck I was saying. Um, I think it was, uh, I think it's at least, well, in the match we haven't discussed that he played in, uh, I think he did not drink. And I think that's just a strong lesson to learn there, left hand. Yeah, yeah, he, he knows, he knows what he did, and he'll fix it. Looking over to Fodal B, up at the top we got Doughboy at... 31 points right in front of Dilly Dilly at 29. Barboy with only two matches played at 27. Cali Kid at 22. Repat, Bud, Pepe Lay, Rascal, and Toaster all with only two matches played. Repat at 20. Chud at 19. Pepe at 16. Rascally Rascal and Toaster tied at 15. And the accountant with only one match played at 12. Our boy Radar. Yet to play a match this season. Down there at Zero. I can't tell you I played my match tonight and won 6-3. So, uh, Has I'm, that not I'm, been documented in there? No, so I will be tied with Barboy before his uh, week three match. Uh-huh. And you securely played in third against place. the toaster, so you'll be securely not tied with him anymore. Oh yeah, securely. Super secure about that. So secure. Top of C we got Ozilla. 53 points, four matches played. Krim somewhat 
close, not really behind at 37 with his four matches played. Outlander, surprising four matches played this this point of the season. He's playing his matches on time. It sure didn't seem that way when he sent that message saying he was going to disappear for three months. But uh, I think he's. I think he said he's moving home. So uh, goodbye Sunday afternoon darts for those of you that loved it, which was probably nobody. Uh, author with twenty three points, but only two matches played. Az Holdem twenty three to two. Madhouse two with twenty. White House. White House. <laughs> White Swan with twenty points as well, but three matches played. Alki with fourteen and three. Jig with six points and two. Killed with four and Lush with zero. I think Lush is, uh, I think Lush is protesting the league because we switched slacks and he's so mad about it. It's the only thing I can think of why he hasn't played any legs or any 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 matches. Uh, you know, not too much of a surprise here. I guess I would say a little surprise that Outlanders at, at so far at the top. Um, well, he's a little got surprise. Four matches played and he's at twenty eight well, points. Everybody else is at either two or three, and has and is right behind him. Uh, you know, I mean, Oz. Yes, he has four matches played, but he is at fifty. He's almost double Outlander. You know, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, Oz, like you know, it's it's silly that he is still in C. Like it's just like let's get him up to B where he belongs. He'll be a top B player for a while, and then like. I feel like he's like a top B, bottom A player with his skills right now. And so it's just a matter of time where before he's up where he belongs. Yeah, he's got to get past Red Rascal first, though. It's a tough thing to do. What, to get to A, you mean? Yeah. Yeah, but all he needs to do now is get to B, which which he's like you all said but go to A at this point. Well... I said he's a bottom A top B player. I'm saying I'm saying he just needs to be playing against people at his caliber to give him a give him a a run. That's all I'm saying. Up at the top of D, we got DJ Mike Hughes with 24 points after playing three matches. Right behind him, we got the Fireman, only two matches played at 20 points, and then the Belgian and the Cleaner tied at 18. Though Belgians played two, and the Cleaners played. Uh, excuse me, reverse that. Scratch that, reverse it. Belgians played three, and the Cleaners played two. Beefeasy and Triple T both tied at 16, both having played two matches. Right behind them, Adnak and Darty South. Ten points each. Two matches played, and behind them, Uncle Corky. One match played at six points, and then Music City Madman only played one match. Two points, and Magic Wizard, zero matches played. What's with these fucking guys who haven't played a single match? We got three guys in the league. We're at the fourth week uh, of the league, and, and no matches played? What the fuck are you guys doing? Hey, Radar, Lush, Magic Wizard, get your magic wand out of your drunk Radar ass and fucking play some darts. Slappy out. Finally, looking at, at E, we've got Unholy Cannoli. <clears throat> Three matches played, 25 points. Tree with 22 points. Scooter with 22 as well. Slappy Pappy, we love him. He's the best. 21 points. Randy with two matches played, but 18 points. The Law, three matches played, 17 points. Gaz Pacho, 
two matches played, 15 points. Dr. Feelgood with 10 points with three matches played. Go care. Two matches played, six points left-handed. Wolverine with six points and Mac Attack with two points. Both have only played one match. So there you have it, folks. That's the standings as we see them in the document of the spreadsheet. Standard flights in the sky, double double for La Hashai, but only when he comes back to the slack. Don't do math like a rook or cream will get shook. It's Rascal's mailbag. It's Rascal's mailbag. Hey guys, it's me, Rascal. It's nice to sing that song again, huh? First up, we got an email from Josh Houghton titled, Long Email of Thoughts for the Pod. Oh man, I can't wait for this one. Slappy, are you ready? I've never been more ready. Josh writes, hey, period. Great email, Josh. Just a fucking banger, bro. Next up, Stephen Mikado writes in, what's good? Hey, guys, Wolverine here. Glad to have the podcast back on to keep me company on my long drives to the trailer. Would love to say that I've been using the offseason to practice relentlessly and get better, but man, not so much. Guess I just like it in E way too much. In response to your question on the last pod, I hope you keep the mix of both Darts Talk and bringing on guests. Love hearing both of your recaps and ranting on what's going on in the league, as well as to get to know the guys in here a little bit better, especially since I don't know anyone when I joined here. Hey, since the NFL just season, season just started, who are your favorite teams and why are they the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? CEO Wolverine. Wolverine, thank you for writing so much, but fuck Tom Brady, and I hate the goddamn Tampa Bay Buccaneers because I'm an Atlanta Falcons fan. Yep, Next, and I'm a, I'm a Jets fan. So I don't I don't really hate the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, but I sure don't root for them. Next up, Phil Brown writes in, I think I can help with the mailbag railbag thing. Sup, Rascal. Sup, Slappy. Sorry I've not written into the pod lately. Much of my downtime has been dedicated to researching the question of whether or not one can whip his or her taint out. After much investigation, I believe I've come to a conclusion. Sorry, Slappy, but the tests show that you can pull out your taint. Being that you can, the term whip out your taint can once again be used confidently by Rascal. But I will say that the actual gesture of whipping out one's taint is quite cumbersome and nearly impossible to complete without the unintentional whipping out of other parts. That is very true. So in conclusion, while the gesture is possible, it is really just a saying not actually intended for trying. A severely awkward and arduous task. Kind of like saying my pigs fly or my head exploded. While these are possible, the end results are messy and grotesque. Love you guys. Hope the next pod has more drunkenness and less cummy waters. Love, Tan Hooligan. P.S. I thought I'd take a stab at this research project because I feel this is a matter of practicality and DeGrubbs would have just convoluted the issue with things like science and mathematics. And if anyone would like the full photo and notes from research, please join my OnlyFans page. Well, Phil, give us... such a joy give- when you write in, especially when you're very smart uh, and write in about very smart things that you clearly know a lot about. Give us the address to your OnlyFans because I want to see the fucking work. I want to see your. You saw work. the work at the Dachler party, bro. No, I saw you expose your taint. You didn't whip out shit, bro. That is the whole argument. Oh boy, here we go. It's the it, we're on a hamster wheel. Next it's up, Mark Stevens end. writes in. Slappy is fucking stupid, and everyone knows you can rip out your taint. <laughs> I said rip. No, uh, Mark Stevens writes an email is fucking stupid, uh, in which he copied a Slack chat between him and myself. 
Adnac, 5.45 p.m. You're probably too fucked up to remember, and I am too lazy to email the pod, but I 100% agree. There's nothing better than the promise of nachos when you are stoned. There, the wife and I's go-to Friday night stone snack. Readiest Rascal, 6.09 p.m. Ha 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 ha, 6.09. You should write that into the pod. Adnac, 8.47 a.m. This is a long conversation over many days. I am of the opinion that we should not have to email the pod. You should create a login Slack for the pod, and you can just read the DM sent there. I mean, who, who uses email anymore? That is why the mailbag is always fucking empty. Wow, strong opinion. Adonak, if I am not lazy, I am nothing. Therefore, I am simply going to copy and paste this Slack conversation into an email for you to read on the pod. You, Slappy, and Eugene, keep doing what you are doing. I do enjoy it. Cheers, Adonak. Adonak, I'm fine with you copying and pasting our conversations to email to the pod. But you got to email to the pod. That's what we created this Gmail address. And I I need things to fill time, bro. So, yeah, if we just let read any, any Slack channel, it's it, that'll be maybe that'll make it more interesting. I don't know. I I, I started on one and I immediately ended in the other. Because you're a flip-flopper, bro. Just like when you agreed that I could pull up my tank, and then when we got back from The Bachelor, you're like, no, you can't do that. I, 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 I momentarily... I, 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 it's all yours. I, 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 I got the best beautiful taint. <laughs> I do believe that. What I don't believe is that you can pull it out. I just believe that you you've have seen it when I pulled it out. You saw how big and beautiful it was. I did see how big and beautiful it was after you exposed it. You didn't you mean, pull it out. You mean pull it out? You mean pull it out? No, you can pull your dick out, and you can pull your balls out, and you can pull tits out. You can pull hair out. You cannot pull your taint out. Yeah, uh, we just got an email on the podcast in which Left Hand solved the, the, the debate for us. Uh, were you asleep for that? Uh, no, I was awake, but uh, maybe you were asleep when I said, I'd like to see the work. It's got and it. I you just got to sign up for his OnlyFans. Yeah, well, so fucking give me the handle for his OnlyFans. I mean, I don't have and it. Then you can't pull it. You have to write in and tell us. No, you can't. We well, already proved it. Dr. G. Cox very explicitly stated stop the madness you cannot pull out your taint listen he's not a doctor of taints he's a doctor he has a doctorate in like phd of like landmines i didn't say could i sit on a landmine with my taint do you have a doctorate yes anything do you have a phd i do in what i have a phd it's a pretty heavy dick yeah, is it over that taint that you can't pull out? Currently, it's adjacent to the taint. <laughs> I got it tucked under my nuts. Hmm, boy. Why do you sit like that? Why do you choose to That's sit like that? me my business, devil woman. Hey, if you'd like me to redream on the pod, or if you're like Adnack, I don't give a fuck, write into the podcast at photoweeklypodcast at gmail.com. That's F-O-D-O weekly podcast at gmail.com. Who you got? Who will win? Who will lose? Red Rascal and Slappy Pappy choose.
Oh, I choked on that one. <coughs> Finally, who you got this week? Uh, week one was a disaster for Red Rascal. Three correct picks, only ones. Slappy with five correct picks, but two exactly right. Puts him at eight, eight points to points Rascal's to three. But just like in everything, I let Slappy win so that he has some self-esteem. Week two. Hey, uh, yeah, anything for you, doll. Week two, uh, we've got uh, only eight picks because uh, everybody in A's played, and I just got tired of writing down things in the spreadsheet. So that's how we do things now. You're lucky that I do this podcast for you, everyone. You're welcome. I'm amazing and so slappy. Deal with it. Rascal's up first. Randy versus Mac Attack. Rascal, yeah, God. Go on, Randy, 4 2. I'll go Randy, 5 1. Randy, 5 1. Got him. All right, Slappy. Wolverine versus Gaspacho. Who ya got? Oh, boy. I'm going to go 3-3 ties. Suck my fat floppy dick. I'm going to go 3-3 ties. Suck my fat floppy dick. Kind of got him. Uh, Rascal. I'm going to go Wolverine 5-1. Wow. Okay. Darty South versus Magic Wizard. Rascal, who you got? I'm going MW4... The three. I Sorry. am going. Who you got? Darty South four three. Mm, Darty South. Got me. Uh, Sabi Uncle Corky versus the Cleaner. Who you got? Going Cleaner six one. Wow. Uh, I'm going Cleaner five two. Slappy Outlander versus Lush. The match that'll never get played. Who you got? Oh boy. They play seven or eight? They play eight. I'm going to go Outlander 5 3. I think Lush is going to come back pissed off and, play, and win 6 2. Rassel, oh Krim versus Kilf. Who ya got? I'm going Krim 6 2. I too. I, you know, Kilf, you know how much I love you. You're my guy. You're my bachelor party champion. But into, but intuition Legend. is telling me uh, it's it's documented. We fucked you up. Uh, but um, intuition is telling me, Crim seven one. Bobby radar versus PP Lee. Hmm. We're up to nine. Yes. Nine nine legs. All right. I'm gonna go radar six three. I'm going Pepe five four. Okay then. Finally Rascal Barbui Burberry Burberry versus Accountant. Uh this is tough. They both play great. I'm going BB five four. Hmm. This is tough. They've both been playing very well. Yeah. Yeah. I'll go Barboy six three. Uh, that's it. That's all we've got this week. Slappy, did we come up with a new ending yet, or are we just gonna do the same old, the same old? Uh, the ending we did last time was, uh, you talking about everybody in the league. I'm gonna talk about everybody in the league now. I'm gonna rank hotness. That's how we're gonna do this. Um, alright, up in A-League, the hottest one is, uh, is Deadhead Darter, obviously. Down in photo Obviously. B. Uh, the hottest one, uh, is, 
Um, everybody except for Red Rascal's taint because he thinks he can pull it out, but he can't. Uh, down in photo C, we got the hottest one is obviously the kilf because we very hotly dominated the dasher party down in photo d i mean yeah that was good we're gonna do this one unironically uh the cleaner is in uh photo d so photo d is dominated and down in photo e we've got scooter magooch check that ginge beard it's auburn i guess are you, would you be offended, Rascal, that we would call that a, a ginger beard, even though it's just Auburn? Who are you about? Scooter McGooch. Yeah, no, he does not have a red beard. He's got like a gray beard, maybe. Well, there's gray in it, but it's like brown and Auburn and other, and other sexy fucking stuff. God, that guy is sex. All right, so we've got the hottest guy in each league now. Um, now let's go to the ugliest. All right, back in photo A, we got the surgeon, obviously. Photo B. Uh, what? I said surgeon's an uggo. Yeah. Uh, we got Red Rascal's taint for photo you B. You just said it was a glorious and big taint, and now you're calling it the ugliest circle. Yeah. Uh, photo C, we've got who's the ugliest? Let's find the ugliest. We've got there's nobody I love to shit on. Photo D, uh, we've got Beef Easy, <laughs> that one writes itself. And in photo E, we've got yeah, I mean, obviously, it's Slappy Pappy, fucking hideous cunt. You've been listening to the Photo Weekly. Tune in to Darts Night on Twitch every Monday through Thursday on twitch.tv slash fodartleague. The opinions expressed in this podcast are solely those of the casters and do not represent the photo. Any and all questions may be directed to the law.